Do you suffer with chronic pain? Are you taking risky, over-the-counter, or prescription anti-inflammatory drugs? This is Dr. Ronald Hopkins with a better natural solution from Future Farm Botanicals, Liquid Turmeric Liposome Complex. Future Farm's liquid turmeric with liposomes and nanotechnology delivers maximum absorption for effective pain relief. Sourced and manufactured in the United States, this product contains 1,600 milligrams of curcumin and powerful antioxidant properties. This plant-based curcumin is used to possibly reduce inflammation, block proteins that trigger swelling, and intercept inflammatory pathways, significantly decreasing inflammatory responses. For more information and to order, call 888-841-7216, 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's future P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Don't live with pain when there's an all-natural, science-based remedy that works. myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Welcome back to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here today with Layla Mutin. It's our weekly Q&A with Layla. And we're answering your questions. Radio program at AOL.com is the destination for questions. Thanks for sending them. And we have actually is, this is an addendum to a question we had last week. Yes, yes. We we had a a writer, uh, we had somebody who emailed, I, I forget his name, but he asked, is there anything that can help with cognitive decline. What is what is the part of the brain that's responsible for memory? The hippocampus. We right. talked about the hippocampus. And many parts. Things that can, right. many parts, but what can shrink the hippocampus. Well, from Dr. Jeffrey Bland, one dietary pattern that may hold promise is a high consumption of polyphenols, which are molecules that occur naturally in plants, help them defend against environmental stress. And in a recent study of around 900 participants, the link between cognition and polyphenols was explored. And the results of the study showed that people with the highest consumption of quercetin Mm -hmm. were at significantly lower risk of having impaired cognition. Mm -hmm. So where can we find quercetin? It's interesting. I got a question, a separate question about quercetin on on my podcast about, I take thyroid and I I know I have to take quercetin before my meals, but I take my thyroid, then what can I do? I said, take it with meals. You can take it with meals. You can take it at night. The quercetin can be taken with meals. The quercetin can be taken with meals. It's not that you're not going to get any benefit. The thyroid can't be taken with meals. The thyroid cannot. The quercetin can. So where's the quercetin? It's in berries. It's in onions. It's in apples. You know what the highest quercetin food is? I want to say onions. Close. Hmm. Capers. <gasps> Capers, yeah. Capers are really high in quercetin for some reason. Yeah. Oh, yeah. isn't that something? And, you know, so put capers on your salmon, you know, mm-hmm. like on your baked mm-hmm. salmon. It's really good. Yeah. Um, where else can you use capers? Throw it in your salad. Put yeah. it on your Dover sole. Yeah. Butter sauce. Yeah. Nice. Mm, like that. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, capers. But here's an interesting thing is uh, I've been trying to prescribe uh, quercetin for some people because some people are saying, I'm taking the vaccine. How do I minimize my vaccine side effects? Yes. I believe that quercetin can, I mean, this is a little speculative, but there's, there's not a lot of um, documented evidence on this. But hypothetically and theoretically, quercetin may dampen adverse reactions to the vaccine. It does so in natural COVID infections. It's a useful thing to have on board. Um, and, you know, I referred them to full script. It's very hard to get quercetin these days. There's a supply chain problem with ah, quercetin. Or else yeah. this demand issue, which people are stockpiling quercetin for COVID. 
Because it's one of the recommended things to take if you get COVID. Because it helps with the delivery of zinc. It's the ionophore? It's an ionophore for yes. zinc, yeah. But it's also, you know, and intrinsically, it's sort of anti-inflammatory. It may prevent that cascade of inflammation that occurs in vaccine reactions or, or uh, uh, serious COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so in general, polyphenols are great for the brain. Yes. And I think we... Has, we, we're talking about it now because I don't think we emphasized that enough last no, time. No, we didn't. So berries, berries. Berries have a type of polyphenol called proanthocyanidins. Mm-hmm. And then there are what are called flavanols. Yes. Which are uh, present in uh, chocolate and tea. Right. Cocoa. Oh, and of course, tea and cocoa green flavanols. tea yeah. and cocoa flavanols. That's where also the quercetin is. So, yeah. 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 And Eat all these good foods. So uh, I get a little confused the term between flavanols and flavanols. Yeah. Uh, there's, they're related compounds, but they're all part of the overall polyphenol family. Mm-hmm. And a, sort of a clue to polyphenols is that they're sort of the rainbow things that impart purple, blue, yellow, orange, and red hues to mm-hmm. food. It's uh, all about the color. And green. Of course, it's more about the color than anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting stuff. Yes. Pop quiz later, everybody. Yep. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, let's see. We have from from Evan. Evan writes from Maui. All right. Mahalo. Great program with li- lots of uh, valuable info. Mahalo, says Evan. I'm, I think we may have an affiliate in, in Maui. Do we? A radio affiliate, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's... Yeah, cool. Cool place. Yeah. Well, maybe I can do a remote from there. There you go. <laughs> Next vacation. There you go. From the beach. Yeah. Evan says, I'm a very active 80-year-old male in relatively good health. I try to stay away from pharmaceuticals, except for those rare short occasions if I need them. I normally get some negative side effect. I, I'm one of those people who's very sensitive. I do suffer from essential tremor, which is progressing with each passing year. Yep. Has there been any progress made recently in the natural arena? Mm-hmm. Regarding this, I do find some relief using CBD oil that has a slight amount of THC and CBN in it. Okay. Uh, it's the slight amount of THC activates the other cannabinoids. By the way, this also helps with sleep. With the CBN level increased a bit, I highly recommend using CBD with CBN in it for anyone suffering sleep issues. Hmm. Much better than those over-the-counter products or pharmaceuticals. But, and by the way, you know, just uh, one of our sponsors has just introduced a, a really... Uh, a novel kind of CBD, CBD with a little bit of THC. Now, it, we, THC is kind of illegal in the cell, but there's a limit, uh, and it's the, the the law states that you can get up to about 2.75 percent of T uh, of THC in a in a hemp product. And what they did is they they basically formulated it to push it up to a little bit, and they say that there's an entourage effect between the CBD and the THC. Mm. It's called um, uh, the, uh, oh, I gotta get the name. It's, 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 it escapes me right now. It's, and I just uh-huh. talked to him. Uh, it's like, a, uh, the more, the latest, uh, innovation. It's like their VSOP version of it. I'll, I'll get the, oh, I'll get that's the name interesting. for it. Yeah. It's like a very, uh, high test form of CBD. Ah. Uh-huh. And you don't need a bong that's sold at every local <laughs> bodega now exactly. that we see or a no, candy no, no, no. store. It's in but, the window. Uh, and I, I want to point out that there is a natural compound that is very helpful for essential tremor. 
Hmm. And that's uh, whiskey. <laughs> or it could be, you know, alternatively vodka or gin. Uh-huh. Because alcohol tends to suppress. That's one of the suppress hallmarks the- of essential tremor. If you have Parkinson's disease, you know, drink booze, so you're not going to get a reduction in your tremor. Yeah. But essential tremor, it, it's the gun. It's not a dopamine thing. It's the essential. gunslinger's trick. I it's see. the gunslinger's trick where they, you know, they steady their hand by going to the saloon before, you know, high noon where right. the showdown at right. the OK the Corral is. Yeah. That's interesting. So um, I get the name of that uh, product for you while we oh, talk. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, yeah. Let's pause for a second because mm-hmm. oh, I also want to mention uh, before mm-hmm. we do that that um, the uh, there is there will be advances on essential formula on, a, on essential tremor. Um, uh, essential formulas is the name of the company that right. makes, makes our probiotic product. Uh, Doctor Here's essential mm-hmm. formulas. Essential tremor. Is uh, yes. Can you can you share that with our listeners? Yeah, uh, this is the focused ultrasound thalamotomy reduces it, essential tremor. It, it deals with the thalamus. The th- oh, okay. It can improve contralateral hand tremor. Uh, uh, avoids use of an operating room and invasion of the skull. To take care of the essential tremor, right? Right, because you, before that you'd had to use like a cutting, yes, you know, like a yes. cutting, like a, or some brain surgery to cut the thalamus. Now they can do this with mm-hmm. uh, a sound. Yeah, this is really something. It requires only minimal recovery time, giving it some advantages over deep brain stimulation. This is according to researchers. So, in a poster presentation at the 20th International Congress of Parkinson's Disease and Movement Disorders. Uh, they described a study of 76 patients with severe medication refractory essential tremor randomly assigned to an MRI-guided unilateral focus ultrasound mm-hmm. or to a sham procedure. It's kind of a brain zap. It's a brain zap, yeah. So, uh, let's see. The groups will, ma- will match for oh, age. I'm sorry. Is it, I, yeah. I just remembered the product is called CV Reserve. CV Reserve. It sounds like, you know, like, like you know, some, like Johnny Walker Blue yeah, or something. Yeah, Reserve. Like exactly. Like reserve, right? <laughs> it's the, really like the deluxe kind. This is so, your... So this is new. And it I, it's so new that I'm looking at the website. I, I don't even see it's It's probably going to be rolled out mm-hmm. soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, okay. Actually, they say it's available. You know, mm-hmm. cvsciences.com. Wow. Or plus cbdoil.com. So, for the groups, the quality of life and essential tremor questionnaire scored improved to 23 yeah. at three months and 21 at 12 months for the ultrasound group, whereas the score was unchanged at three months okay. for the shampoo well, procedure you know, group. I think That's it's, interesting. I think it's in its infancy, this treatment, and I think yeah. it's going to come along. In the next five or ten years, and mm-hmm. you know this guy's eighty, and maybe there's some opportunity for him to partake of it, yeah. you know, in his lifetime. Uh, I think it's uh, it's something that's going to be refined mm-hmm. and offered. Yeah. So you know, if you're like uh, fifty or something, uh, you know, you're developing some tremor, you got a good shot at you know having that available to you. Yeah. Uh, yep. Interesting stuff. Okay. Good point at which to pause mm-hmm. because we want to allow one of our sponsors this opportunity to share some information with you. So listen up. This episode of Intelligent Medicine is brought to you by Protocol for Life Balance, offering a wide range of professional-grade products using ingredients backed by strong scientific research. 
Among them, several stand out for relief of occasional minor aches and pains of overexertion, ache action, MSM, and hyaluronic acid. This suite of products may help to support a healthy response to normal physiological stress and promotes a balanced response to joint stress, flexibility, and mobility. They're backed by solid scientific data and available now at drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. That's drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance for more information and to order. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting our sponsors. They're what make Intelligent Medicine your free resource on all matters related to health. We have a couple of questions about the booster shot. All right. Booster We're talking shot. Now, COVID it's, now jabs. it's not about, it's, it's not about getting the shot. It's about now the booster shot. And by the way, uh, I believe that just today, France has mandated the booster shot. Wow. Yeah. So that in order to get the, 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 your, whatever that pass is, that passport, vaccine passport, passport. Vaccine passport you 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 could you could not take it, but then you can't do anything. It's mm-hmm. like the whole of France is kind of like New York City. Can't go anywhere. Right. No, can't like do New anything. York City. Can't go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So it's and they're worried in Europe because the uh, a lot of people in Europe have taken the vaccine. There's still about maybe twenty five thirty percent of people haven't. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of breakthrough. There is. I mean, we saw breakthrough. You know, the 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 we saw a young gal mm-hmm. and the father. Uh, you know, we were just talking about it because. You know, she she had had COVID, and the father said, "I have COVID too." Mm-hmm. I said, "Well, were you vaccinated?" He says, "Yes." He had been vaccinated in May, and he got COVID in September. Yeah, that's a short period of time. That is May, and, June, and, July, and he was, and he was. That's not he, even the six months. Yeah, he felt it was like a you know moderate flu. You know, mm-hmm. he was he was not mm-hmm. not uh, unscathed by it. Yeah. So there's there's going to be breakthrough infections, and more people are being encouraged to get the vaccine. Yeah. The yeah. booster. The booster. Carol, Carol writes, I'm a 70-year-old female. I'm in good health. I took the J&J vaccine in early April. Well, let's, that's an exception. The J&J vaccine yeah. is much less effective long-term yeah. even than the Pfizer and the Moderna. So yeah. the J&J vaccine was misconceived. It probably should have been offered as a two-shot deal ah. and you know, separated by maybe six weeks or three months. Yeah. Because it's it when you give a second J and J, you get a lot more protection than with one. One mm-hmm. is about sixty one percent, two is ninety one percent. so you know if J and J, I'd say get a booster. Now the question is should you get another J and J? Yeah, well here's our question. Yeah. Uh it, I have concerns about it overstimulating my immune system. If since there have been so many cases of the Delta variant around I'd been exposed to the virus and unlo- unknowingly had asymptomatic case. I oh, never had a COVID wait, test. Wait. Should I get an antibody test before I get the booster? Yes, definitely get an antibody test. Yeah. Uh, she said she had an asymptomatic. She doesn't know if she had. She any. doesn't know if By she had anything since she no, had the she vaccine pro- last. She probably did. April. So she could, there. There's a test. One test measures the vaccine-induced immunity, mm-hmm. and the other test measures the vir- the natural infection. Uh, induced immunity. Yes. However, those tests can be unreliable because the vaccine-induced immunity can wane, and the natural immunity thing can wane, and you could still have some immunity in another part of your immune system that's not being tested. So yeah. those tests are not the end-all and be-all of determination of whether you should get a booster. Hmm. Um, so, yeah. Mona, Mona also has a question about this. Do you recommend boosters for COVID-19? And if yes, when should I take it? I'm 77. I took two Pfizer vaccines. The last one, one was this in one. March. This, this is, is another one. Okay. 
So she took her two Pfizer jabs. The last one was March. Okay. She's 77. So like Should she take months. a booster? Yeah, probably. Should you take the same booster? Well, Should it a, be a Pfizer booster? There, Can a, it be somebody else's yeah, booster? Well, there's, a, there's a this whole notion booster? of the mix and match, yeah. which used to be like, forget about it. Don't don't mess with that. But now they're actually saying, really? subject to the availability of the vaccines, especially in countries where there's less availability, mix and match might even be beneficial because you get a slightly different type of immunity by mix and match. Ah. Uh, so if one didn't take as well, the other one might you know, pick up the slack. And Diversity in boosters. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's okay. sort of, you know, it's like a, do uh, a, a, you know, more balanced portfolio. It's like, no, well, you know, I've got some stocks. I've got some bonds. I've got some crypto. I've got some gold. Mm-hmm. I've got, you know. Right. 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 By oh, the way, my goodness. I don't have any crypto. I'm not. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we've got a nice uh, question or comment here, actually, uh, from Eileen. Hi, Dr. Hoffman. I just read your article on anemia. Very interesting. It was in the Intelligent Medicine newsletter. You can find it by now at drhoffman.com. And if you if haven't already, like subscribe. Subscribe, yeah. subscribe to it. It's very you easy to subscribe. subscribe. Right. Eileen says, I am anemic. I have thalassemia. So does oh, my daughter. That's a great question. I'm 75 years old now, and I found out I had thalassemia when I was pregnant. I get my CBC count every year. It's always in the low range, naturally. I never take any iron supplements. I try to get it in my food. I used to eat liver, but I was told it's not a healthy food to eat. I read that you ate lots of meat, liver, etc. for a short period of time. My condition is not a short fix. I love your weekly podcast and would appreciate it if you could advise me with the diet I could follow to help my condition, which is that Mediterranean anemia. So thalassemia is there are several thalassemias. Major and minor? Right. right. And it's also, I think you can be uh, homozygous or heterozygous. You can get one hit where it's mild and you can get a double hit where it's more severe. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem with thalassemia is that uh, the analogy is like, um, um, you know, let's say uh, right now you're one of the many people who wants to buy a new car. Mm-hmm. And you say, you know, uh, let's let's give a lot of uh, let's put a lot of uh, semiconductors into the factory because there's a deficiency of these semiconductors, mm-hmm. and let's hurry <laughs> that'll hurry up my car. Well, maybe that will, or maybe it won't because if the factory is not working at peak efficiency, then all the semiconductors in the world aren't going to fix that supply chain problem. Uh-huh. Did you follow that analogy, or is that a yeah? Yeah, uh, yeah that, I kind of do. So that that's sort of like iron. iron mm-hmm. So a lot of people go, "I'm anemic. I'll take iron." Well, fine if you're iron deficient. Yeah. But if you if iron uh, is not your problem, you can take all the iron in the world and just accumulate right at the factory gate, which is right. in, in your body. Yeah. And cause harm. Mm-hmm. While the problem with thalassemia is the the factory, mm-hmm. it's that you're not producing enough. Uh, blood cells. Actually, you're producing enough blood cells, but they tend to be small. There, there are many passengers, but no valet, no travel, right? No taxi, no yeah, cab so to bring it. There's, there's a test which is usually your hemoglobin and your hematocrit are uh, low, but your red blood cell count. Because earlier I, I misstated. I said you don't have yeah. enough red blood cells. You have enough red blood cells, so your red blood cell count is normal, but mm-hmm. your hemoglobin and hematocrit were based on the volume of the cells are low. Uh, so. Uh, mm. There's, but it's it's a benign condition. Yeah. Um, unless you have the more serious forms of it, because you, your body gets used to it, 
and you, just, and taking iron is not is the, not the solution. And in fact, it's counterproductive. Because it can accumulate, it yeah. may feed infection. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what you don't want. Right, right. Because a lot of that can be stored in the liver or... Yeah, any, yeah, it starts to create cellular rust in the body, mm-hmm. any part of the body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it not to worry. I mean, just because you have it, a lot of people have it. It's thought to be uh, akin to sickle cell in that it is an adaptation to malaria. And mm-hmm. if you are Italian mm-hmm. and you say, "What malaria? There's no malaria in Italy." Just remember that the founding of Rome was based on the draining of the Pontine swamps. The Pontine Swamps used to surround Rome, and Rome was a mal-area place. Mal means bad, and air means oh, air. So it was a bad air place where some contagion came out of the air. Well, they didn't know it was the mosquitoes, mm-hmm. but it was like, you know, that people would develop this, you know, mysterious fever, mm-hmm. for, and they somehow, they, they figured it out. They didn't so much nail it that it was the mosquitoes causing it. Yeah. They just thought it was the bad, stinky air from the swamps. Huh. And they noticed that when they drained the swamps, which was a breeding ground for the mosquitoes, people could then inhabit those regions again. Mm-hmm. So those regions surround the Mediterranean basin. And, of course, the Romans went everywhere, you know, and, and vice versa. People went to Rome. And so that area has a lot of uh, genetic mm-hmm. um, thalassemia. And I think yeah. there's some Asian thalassemias, too. Could be. From wow. from East Asia. Interesting, interesting stuff. Yeah, right. historically. Um, Eileen, thank you for and that thanks question. because that was something that I I could have included in that article on iron. I couldn't talk about everything related to iron. No, that but would for be patients textbook. with thalassemia. You can't. No. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's see. We have a question. Time for one more question. For uh, from Julie, she writes, "Hi, I have a twelve-year-old." grandson who gets weekly migraines. He's had neurological tests to rule out other problems. He's a very active little boy. His diet usually consists of bean and rice bowls, burritos, chicken, some vegetables, fruit. I was wondering what to do for him to make these headaches less frequent. I've heard that magnesium can help, but I'm not sure what kind, how much. Should we have a blood test or allergy test done? With, with migraines, uh, ordinary blood tests don't reveal below magnesium. We used to do ionized magnesium in our yeah. office where research uh, downstate tests. showed that, um, uh, that that was a test that can determine if a migraineur was likely to respond to magnesium. Mm-hmm. Um, however, uh, th- I, that research was done in the 90s and it really hasn't been borne out. So I think, you know, I would just do a trial of magnesium, and the gentlest magnesium helps. would be magnesium glycinate. Yeah. You know. Magnesium, riboflavin. Magnesium, maybe. riboflavin at high doses. Magne- like yeah, two, riboflavin. Two, three, four hundred of riboflavin. Yeah. Fever few may help. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, uh, there's some evidence that... Um, uh, Butterbur. Butterbur, yeah. Pedodolex, it's called, is the, is the supplement that has butterbur. Pedodolex, right, 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 right. right. And, uh, you know, maybe essential fatty acids may mm-hmm. mitigate migraine. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's best to get tested in all these things to and see then what, what is a, going on. Uh, what is a migraine preventive diet? What, what to avoid? Low tyramine. Well, a 12-year-old's not going to be drinking red wine and eating hard cheeses on his crudite platter. Right. Or, or, or his, uh, his charcuterie or, or right. anything like that. Uh, yeasted foods, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. There doesn't seem to be a lot of that right. uh, in in the description of uh, Julie's grandson's diet. Right. So, you know, but it could be, I look at food allergy next. 
Mm-hmm. I would definitely look at food allergy next. We had, Tyramine, a, we had a young gal today foods. with a you know, 15-year-old with migraines. Yes. And we actually said a simple uh, recommendation for diet, which is to try uh, gluten-free and dairy-free, first yeah. of all. Because yeah. she has other problems like uh, you know asthma and allergies, right, right, right. Uh, and we just said you know give it a shot and give it a shot and see what happens. Because we just don't want to put these young kids on such restrictive diets because of, you know it's like you know on a first date you don't want to go too far. No, <laughs> you know, it's like you can really <laughs> turn turn them off. But she you know she seemed like a very mature young eighteen yes. year old and, mm-hmm. and very desirous of she wants uh, to feel better, getting better. Yeah. And we told her that a bonus might be that her acne is going to get better. Yeah. That's a real... That's, yeah. that's a plus for any 15-year-old. Absolutely. Yeah. So... Well, there Julie... You right. Well, the mailbox has been uh, really full for the past few weeks, so we encourage you to keep... Uh, not that that should deter you from sending. Oh, we love your questions. You'll get right into the doctor's office here, and we will uh, field your questions. So, radio program at AOL.com. Questions... Comments welcome to yes. um, keep it clean. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and brevity is the soul of wit, as ah. Shakespeare once said. Wonderful, right? Wonderful. So, uh, once again, radio program at AOL.com. Thank you, Layla, for joining us. Thanks, Doctor Hoffman. Thanks, everybody. I'm Doctor Ronald Hoffman, and this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. This is Layla Mudin, RD. I see patients regularly, along with Doctor Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your health care.